Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another fantastic episode. So excited to be back from vacation after I busted my elbow up. Um, I'm joined today with my very good friend, Cindy Nager, a.k.a. <laughs> don't take no sh- <laughs> a.k.a. badass, a.k.a. <laughs> oh, wow, I feel special. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy, for taking the time out of your day to, to be on the Fitness Candor Podcast. I appreciate it. Happy um, to do it. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Uh, this, this one is important to me because it's why I came to this area and kind of got me started in the direction that I am now. So this, this place at Humana Fitness Center and Corporate Wellness is a really big part of what I do and in, in who I am right now. So I really want to dive into it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I met Cindy <clears throat> about, it's been five, five years. years. We're going on six years going this years. year. Yep. It'll be six years. Um, I was back in St. Louis doing the whole training thing, blah, blah, blah. And I decided I wanted to change. So I came here for um, a corporate wellness job with Corporate Fitness Works as hired as the uh, fitness center coordinator. And kind of like on The Office, it's like assistant to (laughs) the director, (laughs) not assistant director. I think most days you were directing me. (laughs) I don't think so. I really don't think so. But um, about a month after I was hired, uh, they were still searching for um, the right candidate for the director. They found Cindy. Cindy was interviewed. And I was here when Ryan Ludwig came in. And when you left, I called Ryan after everything was over. And I said, hey, if my, excuse me, if my say has anything any pull i prefer to have cindy here and oh, eric i had no idea yeah I, awesome. I called him i was like I, I think cindy would be a good fit here i think we mesh well i think you know her vision is good so and plus um, we were from the st louis area so yeah that, that helped you were awesome. a cardinal fan so i was like i can't i don't want to work with a reds fan that's right <laughs> <laughs> but um so anyway we we together developed uh what is now uh the humana fitness center and um, for those of you who don't know about corporate wellness, it's, it was, I think the, the, the heyday of it, maybe it was probably in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, then it kind of died out um, a little bit, or maybe even in that late eighties died out, uh, for a little while. Now it's starting to make an enormous comeback. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, Cindy, tell us a little bit about you and about your background and, and how you got into this part of the industry. Well, um, I, uh, Obviously, I guess my initial background is I started, I mean, I went to undergrad at Southeast Missouri State and graduated there in 2001. And while I was in school, I uh, actually worked as a fitness assistant for a small little gym called Main Street Fitness Mm. and uh, did some fitness counseling there. And then when I finished school, I um, actually ended up doing an internship at St. Louis University in their strength and conditioning department. Oh, no, I didn't. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, that was the best gig ever. And so I would say that's probably where I created my very first mentor. His name is Chris West. And um, shortly after that internship, I took a job with um, Bally Total Fitness. Do you remember those places? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> They're not, not, not to me around now. No, no, not around anymore, anymore. But I did do some personal training there for a while and quickly realized that that wasn't the um, arena that I wanted to be in. And so I uh, ended up working towards a um, sports performance job with a company called the Missouri Bone and Joint um, Physical Therapy and Fitness Center. And I worked there for about two years. And that's when I really decided that I wanted to work with athletes. Mm. 
And so uh, I would say I worked there two years and then I quickly learned after being at my internship and working in sports performance that I thought I needed to have a little bit more background. And that's when I decided to um, get my um, get my master's degree in exercise physiology. So, yeah, so I ended up going to uh, the University of Louisville and graduated there in 2005 and um, ended up doing my internship with U of L Strength and learned a crap load of information <laughs> during that internship. And I mean, not quite quickly that I wasn't necessarily qualified, but learned that I, there was a lot more for me to be in that industry and in that field. There's always. So um, left that internship and then ended up uh, taking a job with a company called Velocity Sports Performance mm-hmm. and learned a lot there as well and worked there for about three years. Uh, and I guess in amongst of all of that, we I also did a little bit of uh, teaching at U of L in their human performance department, taught classes like um, human growth and motor development. So I got into the education side of um, fitness. And uh, lo and behold, here we are, 2008. <sighs> I ended up taking the directorship here at Humana uh-huh. and been here ever since. And yeah. the rest is kind of history. Yeah, and the rest is <laughs> yeah history. Um, you said. You you did personal training for a little while, but you made the switch to athletes. What was the defining factor in that? What made you change? What what, were, what was the, the the point that I made you go that, to the I think athletes? the thing that really opened the, my eyes as far as personal training is the hours that you have to put in. Mm-hmm. And um, for me at that time, my my main realization was that I wanted to work with people that had that had some type of. Um, at that time, I should say, had more purpose to their exercise. Okay. So I didn't want to train somebody to have pretty muscles. I wanted somebody to. I wanted to train somebody that was going to have some type of function to their to their training. So the part of uh, trying to get somebody to be faster on the on the playing field or be able to jump higher, those are the things that were really kind of interesting me and getting me engaged. And that's when I quickly learned that I wanted to nest, or I wanted to work with people that had some kind of endpoint to their training. And I felt okay. like, you know, my position at Bally's was more, oh, you know, I'm trying to lose weight and um, I'm trying to, I want my biceps bigger <laughs> and stuff like that. It was my first job out of college. So like general I, fitness. I, it, well, I don't know, and the thing is, is I'm not knocking general fitness at all because I think everybody needs it. But I yeah, think yeah, at yeah. that time, I, like you said, what was that pinpoint factor for me? It definitely was, okay, I wanted to try to see if I could make somebody faster based on the training program that I put together for them. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think there, I think there's a lot to be said to that uh, for that because there's even in personal training, um, and you hear it in other areas of a- any kind of business that you get people get into. Be specific about something about who you train. And I definitely think that personal training is a lot different now than it was back in like sure. two thousand and like five. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I mean? I think that, or at least the arena that in which I was in. So, um, I definitely think that, you know, a lot of personal trainers are helping people on those different levels mm-hmm. now. And I, I feel differently about it now, but at that time I would just say, you know, my training, uh, philosophies or my training concept that I really wanted to break into was the fit, the strength and conditioning level. So awesome. I really wanted to work with athletes. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about your mentor. Who, who is he and where did he, uh, come into play so i would really say that i have two mentors um my chris west was the um, strength coach at uconn or he is a strength coach at uconn but he was a strength coach at st louis university and he is a strength coach now at uconn yes oh wow he just had a big year oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) didn't they they win everything the men and women right yeah i think they did 
but um but yeah he was at st louis u and um he he it was his first year as a strength coach there and i needed an internship so he thought i was kind of just like this ray of light that came in to help him and i didn't have a lot of experience but you know i definitely learned a lot from him and i think i, I think the take home um thing that I really learned from him was the fact that, you know, he, he told me that I should always be able to know why I'm doing what I'm doing. For example, why I'm training this person for whatever they're training. Like, why are you picking this lift? Why are you picking this specific exercise? Why are you having this rehab technique? That's awesome. And I, you know, back then I couldn't answer it now, but he just said that if you have a, if you can lay a foundation of understanding of why you're doing something, you should, you'll always be able to shoot from the hip and be able to come up with exercises because you have that background. Yeah. If you need to improvise or something like that, you know what else you need needs to come next. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I learned that from him and he's, like I said, he, he was there for a few years and then ended up taking off to Yukon. And oddly enough, and ironically enough, but in my favor that, you know, when I was at UofL and I finally decided to go to grad school, it was him who actually got me in connection with Tina Murray, which I would say is my next mentor. And Tina Murray is, was at UConn and she took the strength coaching job at UofL. And so she quickly, again, her first year at UofL and kind of, again, saw me as this nice ray of light because she didn't have anybody and I wanted to intern with her. And she taught me a whole bunch of stuff about exercise programming and a ton about Olympic lifting. So I would definitely say that's where I got my majority of the wealth of knowledge on that kind of uh, information for like this type of field came from Coach Murray. Oh, that's awesome. How's that? How's how are both those people molded your philosophy now, especially especially since you are in such a different arena? So bypass the personal training. Mm -hmm. How has what those two people taught you influenced how you program and how you run activities here because it's a much different environment i mean yeah we're going from athletes to corporate athletes right (laughs) yeah yeah no corporate yeah you're absolutely right well i think the main thing or at least the foundations of it is that you know i know that they taught me those basic functions and i think what i took home from them and how i apply it here at humana is that you know providing effective innovative and efficient training programs and it doesn't matter what your situation is or your current training level mm-hmm. i think you know if we can provide options to try to keep people motivated towards success they'll constantly be continuing trying to achieve their goals so yeah you know just keeping it keeping it basic keeping it functional and i know you like that yeah, yeah. oh that fun- the word functional right yeah <laughs> but i also just know that if you can be innovative um with their exercises too something that's going to keep them coming back for more mm-hmm and of course, I love being very efficient with their workouts. I don't think it has to be anything long and drawn out. Yeah. And um, of course, you know, you just want to be efficient with their workouts and make sure they're keeping coming back for more. Because that's key, right? Because these people who you're servicing, and we can get into that a little deeper. People that you're servicing are some. Some of them are nine to fivers. Right. Some of them are twelve-hour shifts, and these are people right. that are sitting behind a desk majority of the time. What do you yes. think? Eighty percent of ninety percent of the day. <sighs> Oh, yeah, I would say 80 to 90% of the day, I mean, depending on their position within the company, right. um, what their, their job description is. Because I know mm-hmm. people in sales, they are basically out getting clients, so they're yeah. moving all day. Um, then we have people in the call center that actually sit on the phone majority of the day, and they get 15-minute breaks twice a day, and they also have their 30-minute lunch. Right. So it just depends on the actual position. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there's uh, – and you've probably heard this before – uh, sitting is the new smoking. 
Have you heard of that? Actually, I haven't. Yeah, sitting is the new smoking. So they talk about how how much people are sitting today, mm-hmm. in general. And it sit. Think about from day to day. So you you sleep. Okay, right. you're in a stagnant position, mm-hmm. right? Probably in a position like we're sitting right now. <laughs> I know we need to stand up and get running. <laughs> yeah, we should probably stand up and do this actually. <laughs> but you then you go to the kitchen table to eat breakfast. You're sitting. Sit you get in your car. You drive to work. You get to your job. You probably sit down for who know hours and hours and hours you get in your car to drive home and you get home to eat dinner you probably sit down and then you get right back into bed right. so all of those people like while you're here it's so important to to have this opportunity to be able to to come down and, and use these facilities it, it was really important and i you know we're always trying to work with um you know because we are corporate fitness works for contractors mm-hmm. and we're always trying to work with humana on different um opportunities to try to create more physical activity within their day so i think something new that we i've seen this year is that i there's actually a lead that comes down here and does her one-on-ones on the treadmill with their with her team. That's awesome. Which I think is so creative. Holy cow, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. And I had to commend her for that. And then we actually have, um, we've had in the past people do some of their team meetings sitting on the exercise balls in the group exercise room. And, uh, Those are really know, good ideas. Yeah. So we're just trying to create more opportunities for them to be physically active. And I know I, it's just funny cause I just went upstairs and I don't actually get on the floors very much, but when I do go upstairs, I do try to, I do take the stairwell. And last week I had to go up and do some presentations and I noticed that the stairwells are all now painted in these Humana colors. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Mm-hmm. And so here we are two weeks later, I had to go upstairs again and I took the steps and now they've got some graphics in the stairs and they got these, you know, little sayings on each step. So Humana is doing a lot to try to create more uh, gravitation to the stairwell. And yeah. I think there was some talk about actually putting music in the stairwells just oh, to try cool. to get more steps for these associates. And um, I think you could even... Uh, have uh, you can even comment on you know where the fitness center is actually located within our building it's right in the middle of the elevator shaft so people know that hey mm-hmm. this is this is important to the client and we want you to come in here if we're not stuck in a dungeon you know this has got to be a normal track for you every day yeah so yeah because um even talking to uh, one of the members of uh, when i worked here he was a he did corporate wellness also, uh, Jeff. Yeah. And he talked about, you know, where, where the placement was back then of the fitness center was, you know, in a dark, in the basement probably. Right. On a hard floor, cold, wasn't welcoming. Nobody really knew about it except for the people who were only using it. <laughs> right. And so it was for a select group almost. Now it's like all of these companies are saying, hey, we care enough about our employees to make sure they have this opportunity to come down and get stronger, you know, stay fit, stay healthy, um, get moving, stay stress-free. And there's all sorts of different benefits. Right. I know that there was a lot of planning that was put into the um, fitness center concept whenever they were moving into this building. And I know that they wanted to make sure that everything in the building is, had a more of an appealing nature. didn't feel like the boardroom and Donald Trump was going (laughs) to come in and, (laughs) and fire you. But, um, but the fitness center has the same feel and flow as it does up on the floors and, um, you know, everything, these really large windows and the lighting mm-hmm. and everything was definitely the specs of the center was definitely, um, well thought through. Yeah. It's kind of like your, your training. Mm-hmm. This place is put together for a purpose. Right. And the purpose is to get people down here, exactly. make it welcoming. Yeah. It's not, 
it's not one of those big meathead. You might have a couple in here. I mean, I know you do, <laughs> but it's it might be one or two. But it, I mean, but the people that work here also have something to do with that. You know, I mean, oh, you yeah. got those people down here who are who are genuinely interested in keeping these people active and engaged. That, that engagement. What's uh, tell us a little bit more about your role as the director. What um, what what's your typical day look like as a corporate wellness director? Well, um, for me on a day to day basis, I mean it's just daily operations. You know, we have lots of new members rolling in. Humana's doing going through uh, for the last six months has been going through a big hiring phase. So um, I usually go out into the into the new hire classes and. Um, let them know about, you know, what the fitness center has to offer and how Humana wants them to make sure well-being is like first and foremost on, on their plate. That's something that they want them to definitely uh, to do and make sure it stays um, stays first. But um, but on a day to day basis, it's just general management, you know, new member consultations. Um, I'm always doing the, you know, you know, we have annual plans and executive summaries and daily stats and stuff like that, um, meetings. So, uh, and of course, you know, we always put our members first, so we have to make mm-hmm. sure that we're always hitting our three points of contact with them and making sure that they're feeling welcome and, you know, doing floor coverage and things like that. Um, how often, how, how are you, how involved are you in like the exercise prescription part of it and the group class part of it too? Cause we didn't, we didn't talk, they also have group classes, not just uh, strength training and cardio. Right. So we um, offer a couple different things. We offer personalized exercise programs, and we also do fitness assessments, and we have group fitness classes. So for me, you know, usually how it goes is a member will, you know, if they're interested in doing an exercise program, I will schedule them and sit down and go with them over there and have this very specific list of questions just to make sure that we want to get their goals um, listed and um, write them up a program that they can follow. So usually that requires a second appointment and sometimes a third or fourth appointment because my goal for them is to make sure that they feel comfortable with everything I programmed with them. Mm-hmm. And so it usually requires me to meet with them on a more than one basis and um, working through uh, any any issues or details with the program. I usually take them through it at an intensity that I want them to work sure, as yeah. well. So it turns a little bit into personal training, I guess you can say. And, um, the other end of that is, like you said, you talked about group fitness classes. We do offer um, classes on a daily basis. Um, we have some outside instructors, but, um, most of the classes are taught by us. And, uh, right now I'm currently teaching, uh, our newest program spinning. We actually have, uh, 10 bikes. In oh, there. wow. Holy cow. Yeah. So we're doing, you were pushing stuff. for those for a long time. We, <laughs> I, I remember we, you talking we, about we it. We were pushing for them. They, we were grandfathered the ones from corporate, but we'll take them. Yeah. So it's a new program for us. And then, um, we're also, um, I'm teaching kickboxing right now too. Okay. So oh, that's awesome. So those are two classes. And then we offer yoga and Tabata and, um, yeah, like Tabata. Oh, yeah, I know that still lives. We would have never had Tabata if it wasn't for Eric. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Which is really cool. Cause I mean, that class still gets like good attendance oh, and good. everybody loves that interval concept, yeah. that high intensity. So it's, also, it's interesting that you said about the personal training, because I think when people think about having a fitness center and then, um, having people that work there, they automatically think, well, they walk in the door and then you walk them through a program and they leave, but that's not the case. You're teaching, you're educating these people how to take care of themselves on a daily basis. Absolutely. And we're here. I mean, we're always staffed. So, I mean, this is a, a good opportunity. And I think sometimes people lose that, um, 
or at least they're not they're not aware of that understanding that mm-hmm. you know if if i write you a program you know i'm not saying it's just as good as personal training because i mean you have to admit you're a personal trainer that one-on-one with somebody definitely is you know is it definitely is awesome yeah because <laughs> they have a reason to show up i mean exactly. you're you're not gonna you're not going to go up to the floor and pull them down. And you're, next time you see them, you're not going to say, well, where the heck were you? You're going right. to call them or something and, like that. And, but, I think that. and I think that's the kind of the missing the link with that, with, with, yeah. our, with our programs. But still knowing that they have the option to, oh, yeah. to come down and work with us if need be. Um, there's, been a plenty, there's been plenty of associates that, you know, will, I'll get that email. It's like, Cindy, I need some help. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're not cookie cutter either. Oh, no. no so no, no. We, each individual. Everything's individualized. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I don't believe in cookie cutter. I think that there are some general things that people need to probably go through functionally. De- definitely. But I don't think that any one program, there's not a one size fit all in, in this in our location at all. We definitely look at every individual, indiv- every individual individually, right. member sure, individually, yeah. right, and um, and make sure that whatever their needs are, make sure that they're addressed. That's awesome, and, that, and there's something to be said for that too. That the fact that you that one-on-one time might be the most important time uh, during the day physically, mm-hmm. and when they meet with you, it's that time to make an impact and tell them this is why you're doing this. This is specific specifically made for you mm-hmm. but get them in and out and on their way yes you not know, spending two hours down here and that's probably the most intimidating thing for some people don't you think like the, they automatically say well it's a fitness center so i'm gonna go down there i don't have an hour to spend well guess what you can get a good workout in whatever 10 20 x amount of minutes of your one of your breaks yeah we are you know it's i'm really glad you brought that up because you know i think one of the things I've, I've felt strongly over the years is that a lot of people feel like they have to have tons of time to exercise. And it's really not about that. I don't know where in our industry where it got misconstrued that you have to have, you know, tons of time to, to work out. You need hours and hours and hours. But I think once you can work with an exercise professional and they, they mm-hmm. show you that, you know, it can be short and intense. It could be short and not intense, but, you know, you're getting something done. And that's me. I'm all about short and effective. If I can get somebody's exercise program or get them working out in less than 30 minutes, I feel accomplished. You yeah. know, I think there's a place for hour or two hour workouts if need be. Sure. But I think a lot of that time is spent usually just being social. Yeah. And I think the gym can be a social atmosphere. Yeah, it should. And it, it should be, right. But I think sometimes it can really turn off to social <laughs> social atmosphere. And that's what where I think the length of time really comes in. But, you know, if it's if your program's put together well enough, I think that you can work out in 30 to 45 minutes and, you know, from start to finish and warm up to cool down mm-hmm. and keep it and get, get what you need out of the workout. And you don't have to think about anything. You're already at work. You're not driving to someplace separate. You know, it's hard, it's hard to break. It's hard to break away from that though. Cause even like at the end of their shift, I'm sure people are thinking like, <laughs> okay, it's literally a hundred feet from me mm-hmm. and I got to get down there, mm-hmm. you know, and some people take to it. Some people don't, but what, tell us, tell us what are your uh, average numbers here? Um, cause I don't, I don't think I explained that much about, <clears throat> About the facility itself, Humana obviously is an insurance company. So this fitness center is literally inside of a call center-based um, uh, building, 
right? And I'm not sure the numbers have definitely fluctuated since I've been here. So yeah, um, right now I believe that our building population is close to 1,200 associates, and wow. I think that's I th- or we're at least at 90. Are there more across or, the street still, or no? No, there's okay. nobody across the street. But um, we're about 90. I think the last time I heard we're at 95, 96 percent full at capacity, and then um, and our membership right now is a close to 400 um where we teeter wow. around that number because um humana has a really great option and i kind of wish that we have this option but they have something called work at home and so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm working so, on that by yeah, the way so, um, but anyhow they have the option for some of the associates depending on their job role that they can actually work from home so a lot mm-hmm. of them will come in for about three months and do training and they'll see this facility and they're just like oh this is so awesome and they'll enroll and then majority of them don't live as close or it's not as convenient for them to actually still utilize the center. So um, they're working five days a week from home. So they'll actually end up canceling their membership. So that's where we see yeah. most of our cancellations. It's not from anything about, you know, hours of operation or, you know, anything like that. So we usually, the cancellation rates that we see is mainly from people just changing their work locations. So yeah. quick, uh, do a quick rundown of the, um, like the price, the cost, you know, the cost yeah. and the so, enrollment um, process. Well, how it works here is that um, associates go, uh, they have to be, it's all done through payroll deduction and it's actually super subsidized. And you guys are going to think this is crazy, but it, it's actually only $8 a pay period. So about mm-hmm. $16 a month yeah, that's awesome. for them to be a member here. And they have absolutely free access to us all the time <laughs> when we're open 6 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. And, um, so they don't pay for anything else outside of that. Uh, it's, uh, comes with, you know, we're fully functioning fitness center with, with locker rooms. We provide like body wash and lockers for them to use and blow dryers are in there. Um, we're also, uh, like I said, we're open 6am to 7.30pm and, um, we can assist them with any type of programming. We actually do incentive programs throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, we just started a new program called, um, well, it's, it's, it's new to you, but it's <laughs> actually in its second year. It's called give and take, and it's actually our personal training program. And I don't know if you want me to talk about it now or we could talk about it later, but you can give a, uh, yeah, just okay. get, we, quick, we've got a few minutes left. Okay. Quick rundown on give and take is, um, it's our personal training program and associates actually have to pay for it. And they pay, uh, they pay like a small fee, but the, the, again, Humana is just trying to do anything to keep people moving. And it's not, it's not our intention to keep your money, but it's called give and take for a reason, because, um, for every session of that, they actually, um, complete, we actually give them their money back. Oh, that's awesome. So you so pay up front, you pay up front. And then if they complete a session, I, that day we don't physically give it to them, but after the 10 weeks, if they hit all 20 sessions, they should make all their money back. That's awesome. So that's a great know, idea. It, it is a good idea. And I, and I think that, you know, we've, we've probably had, and I can't think off the top of my head, we usually have about 80, 85% retention and success oh. with that program. So there's a few people that still fall off. Sure. But there's folks that just love it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do that with a couple of my personal training clients. Oh, really? Like, look, here's what we're going to do. Okay. You, know, you hit this specific target, whether it's cardio or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of however many weeks or how many appointments, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you'll get this money back. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, so that's, that's a great idea. It's, yeah. some, it's, it's good incentive, you know. I think when you have a little bit more skin in the game, you oh, know, yeah. people... Money's people a big motivator. To, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't so. want to lose money because I'm not working out. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's all. That's super smart. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. What? Um, so since you, you've 
kind of had a really broad spectrum of uh, career development. How has the corporate wellness piece influenced your stance on on health, fitness, wellness in in general? Well, I mean, I think being a part of the corporate wellness industry for the past five years, it's really exposed me to like a wide range of populations and oh, yeah. different people, uh, different ages, genders, fitness levels, disease state. Um, I just, like I get, we talked about a little earlier, I just don't think that there's a one size fit all program mm-hmm. that can get everybody engaged in wellness. Um, I think that there are some programs out there that actually speak to the masses, but I think just providing options that are individualized are going to probably be the best way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. So like yeah. that's, I think that's really big for, um, for any part of, of the industry, whether you're your online training, your mm-hmm. one-on-one group mm-hmm. and groups kind of tricky like that, but it, it can still be individualized if, you know, if the person really puts an effort into it. It's funny you should say that because when my give and take group, I have, I take on six people at the same time. And mm-hmm. I literally after that hour, I feel like I've worked out cause my head's on a, I, my head's on a swivel. Yeah. I'm moving around and I'm moving from person to person cause not everybody's doing the same exact thing. Right. I mean, there's some things that they're doing together. But even though it's a group training, I still try to individualize it to based on the person's needs. So, you know, sometimes it's fun to do stuff. It's not an aerobics class. It is small group personal training. Yeah. But definitely feel, I feel totally engaged by the end of the workout because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been moving from place to place, person to person to make sure everybody's getting a little bit of one-on-one for me from that hour. That's awesome. So, Going from there, where do you see the future of this industry uh, heading? Because you, you've been in the middle of a pretty big pretty big change for corporate fitness works right you're uh then they or not not corporate fitness works no was it corporate fitness works that just took on a different company oh yeah yes yes so to answer the first part of that um where i think the industry is going i i think that the industry really is going to i'm not sure if you're really familiar with it but there's um a product called humana vitality oh yeah i use that's why i have this i use it yeah so exactly so you probably can speak probably more detail on it than I can, but I just think that the Humana, Humana being a wellness, um, rewards program, Mm -hmm. I think products like that being out there, we're getting people a little bit more motivated. There is some research out there that does support it that, you know, it might engage the people that are already doing something a little bit more, but it does help those one-off people that aren't really thinking like this is really going to benefit them. And when they see the rewards that they are going to continue with, Mm -hmm. you know, exercising and doing, making healthy choices and things like that. So, um, so yeah, I think having products like that, and then you just raise your arm, you talk about like the Fitbits and Mm -hmm. things like that. I think, just getting techie with exercise. It's so huge. And before you know it, there's going to be jobs out there that are specifically integrating those prod, those types of products out there. And I think that's kind of where I, I think our industry is going. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yes, corporate fitness works did merge with another company called L and T fitness. And I believe that happened uh, probably like the beginning of april maybe oh wow really so recently. i feel like we really took over the country <laughs> that's awesome because <laughs> they had a lot of contracts so it's more of a blended company it wasn't necessarily like one company bought the other okay but um it's definitely a blend and so we're pretty much in every almost every state in the united states now with wow. the blending of the companies so you know i think we're really gonna try to just keep everybody moving and um continue to offer programs out there to companies to you know pick up new contracts 
and stuff like that. So all that, all that kind of stuff really happens at the corporate office. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's a good, it was a good mix. It was a good blend. That's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. What other, what other kind of projects do you have going on now? Like personal projects or uh, anything like that? Anything on the outside that you're working on you want to share um personally um right now i don't have too much in the hopper i am trying to get some ceus before the end of the year no good luck Uh, (laughs) yeah for my nsca certs but um right now i had just really kind of in retrospect we just had a big project that we completed um was national employee health and fitness day on may 21st i think or 23rd and um we had uh, a program here where associates can come down and utilize a fitness center. It was a little bit of an open house mm-hmm. and we probably had, um, I, I don't know the number, numbers off the top of my head, but we probably had a, well over 300 associates utilizing the center that day. It was, it, it was a madhouse. And the crazy thing was, is I was on vacation, so I didn't get to see any of it. Oh my God. <laughs> but, um, <sighs> So, you know, driving programs like that, I think is going to be kind of the, what I'm, my project is going to be in the future is just making sure that I try to find uh, programs that can involve the whole client population. And then, um, I have a give and take group starting next week. Um, what so is it? I'm sorry. The give and take. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay, I'm getting ready cool. to go through 10 more weeks with those folks. Awesome. And then outside of that, I'm getting married. Holla. <laughs> when is that? So, um, July 8th, 2015. Ju- Holy cow. Yeah, about- Vegas, maybe. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know you're not kidding. <laughs> People are going to hear this. I know you're not going to lie no, about no, it. No, no, no. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Congratulations. I didn't know it was in yeah. Vegas. Holy well, moly. We only really finalized everything like a week ago, so you wouldn't have known. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to put this on blast pretty soon. So you make sure it's like... You got the hotel on lockdown. <laughs> All of a sudden, people come back and like, uh, no, she definitely went to um, Covington, Kentucky. No, no, it's <laughs> nothing wrong with Covington. No, I'm just no, right. throwing it out there. No, but yeah, we're definitely going to be going to Las Vegas next year, and um, you know, it's Sweet. I'm pretty excited because I mean, uh, I just like Vegas, and I, it's closer to my family, and it takes. You can get CEUs thing. out there too. Do what? You can get some CEUs out there I, too. You know, it, it is the national conference yeah. i didn't even think about that <laughs> bonus oh my gosh that's a good idea i didn't even think about that that would be awesome that would be awesome well i don't want to spend the whole time in the conference but you know oh hey. that's great that's really cool yeah. well, i'm really glad you took the time i know i know you're super busy and i was really looking forward to coming back here and checking yeah, stuff out as soon as i walked welcome in welcome here you're still thanks man <laughs> people love you here i appreciate it I, I miss it i was just i walked back into the locker room and uh, talked to a guy really quick and I was just like, man, this is so weird to think <laughs> five years ago, this is why I came here. I know. And that's, that's, re- that's really cool. So I try to keep up with corporate wellness as much as I can, but you know, you things kind of go to the wayside and I like to, I have, a, I have actually a corporate fitness or not corporate fitness works, but, um, corporate wellness on one of my Google tickers okay. j- just to see stuff pop up. And okay. mostly you see stuff about, you know, not, not necessarily Humana, but you yeah. see, um, uh, insurance companies and stuff like that pop up. Right. Which is pretty cool. So right. most of it's a bunch of fitness junk, but <laughs> wait, wait, not junk, but it, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, where can people reach you if they want to learn more about you know, any of those kind of programs, or maybe get in touch with you about um, anything that you're doing on the outside? Um, I guess <clears throat> directly, I mean, people can always email me um, at Cindy Nager at humana.com. But um, I'm I love social media, so um, you can catch me pretty much in any social media outlet. Okay. What's your What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is Spindy Eleven S P I N D Y One One. That was a nickname somebody gave me a couple of years ago. So, uh, Twitter handle Spindy Eleven, Instagram Spindy Eleven, 
And um, I think I think Pinterest is just I mean, not that I do anything much on Pinterest. But <laughs> I use Pinterest sometimes. It, it's uh, Cindy Nager. And then, um, of course, Facebook is Cindy Nager. OK. So, yeah. Awesome. Good me. deal. Yay. Thanks for doing it again. I appreciate yeah, it. This, this was, was fun. fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Seth told you. I was a little nervous, but. You know, oh, hey. you did really good. This is great. You're just talking. We're just talking. I know. That's you, what we're doing. You're so chill. Just so just hanging out, out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. Well, that wraps it up. I hope you learned a little bit. Maybe your your company has some uh, corporate wellness uh, sites or a fitness center and you haven't really been sure about it. You want to go down there. I really encourage you to check it out. Um, if you know somebody who has a fitness center at their at the work and maybe you're, you know, you've tried been encouraging them to get in the gym or come with you to the gym, encourage them to go down there and check it out. There's knowledgeable people waiting to help. And I think this is something that everybody should be taking advantage of. And, uh, um, I'm glad to see that it's, it's still thriving, especially right here in, in, uh, in Cincinnati. So, um, next week I actually don't have anybody lined up. I think I'm going to do a, a little self podcast, like a, like a podcast selfie. (laughs) I don't know you if that hashtag that. Yeah, podcast <laughs> selfie hashtag. So uh, I'm gonna get my thoughts on a few things I've been thinking about, and I won't blab too much. But uh, all right, guys, that wraps it up here live from the Cincinnati Humana Fitness Center with Cindy Nager. I appreciate <laughs> you guys, and uh, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, shoot me an email. Get at me on Twitter. Yeah.